Welcome to Lo-Fi Lectionary. Hi, everyone. And uh, here we are in the Lo-Fi kitchen. Um, the closer, kind of more, maybe a little more intimate, maybe a little more um, personal kind of uh, part of the story. As we're reflecting back on Luke 2, I hope you really liked it. I hope... Um, you got some out of it. Uh, I hope that um, kind of giving you a glimpse, uh, whether you're religious or not, about what um, Luke kind of has to say um, about uh, what God was up to um, in, in the story. Um, and kind of um, now um, you've kind of maybe had a couple of days to reflect on it. Um, I really hope that uh, this podcast um, is something that speaks to religious and non-religious people. And um, whether you believe that Jesus is God or not, or even if you believe that there is a God at all, I hope that this is a good conversation uh, that we're having together. Um, but uh, looking at the book of Luke and looking then back at the fact that Christians have chosen to believe um, that, uh, that the Luke that, that the Jesus that Luke gives us is um, the Son of God. Um, and that kind of is God, um, kind of himself, uh, at least the traditional Christian way of viewing that, um, kind of, um, coming down and taking on humanity. Um, we, be- so then we believe that this, that Luke's story is an actual record of, of God kind of in human form, walking around and experiencing life, um, with us as a human being. And so therefore, in a sense, it, it kind of gives us the, the most clear way of looking into, uh, seeing what God is like. Um, because God is kind of here as his most human and not very otherworldly and, and stuff like that. And um, looking at the story, um, um, we see that God kind of chooses Mary and Joseph to be the family for the Son of God. So like kind of for himself, I know that that language is, is, is always kind of tricky, but if, you know, if the Son of God is, is God, um, you know, in Jesus' form, he's kind of chosen um, Mary and Joseph of all people kind of in the world to be his parents. I think that's just an interesting choice. I mean, he's chosen a manger for his birth. Uh, he's chosen a low status life over a high status life. And I think in doing so, God chooses a low power life. Um, and that just always surprises me. Um, I mean, if, if you believe in, in God the way the Bible kind of presents God, it's it's like God is the most powerful, like, of anything or of anyone or of any being <clears throat> or of anything out there. Um, you know, a lot of the, the scriptures before, you know, the Gospels, um, you know, kind of hammer that away as a big theme, is, is that God is kind of over and above. And there's even ways that they kind of depict God as over and above um, all the other um, gods of various other, um, you know, religions that were around them at the time. And um, so if, if this same God is the one who's, who's becoming a human being, who chooses you know, these two poor peasants as to be his parents, um, it's the most powerful one, choosing to be almost the least powerful. And it always surprises me looking forward through the rest of the the Gospels, or even just the rest of the book of Luke, and then kind of using that as a lens to kind of look back even a lot of the Old Testament. It seems like God, the most powerful one, always almost seems like the least interested in power, or in wealth, or in reputation, or in the things that kind of 
give us status, give us power uh, back then and, and today. I'm always just kind of amazed by that. Um, the one who kind of has the most is kind of, or, or, or could, could use the most or um, has kind of the, is in the, the most position to kind of demand things of us um, through their power or, 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 or anything like that. It's the person who's just least interested in it or in what it can do. Um, <laughs> that's, that's just kind of a really weird thing about God. Um, and it really comes through in this chapter in the book of Luke. Um, in fact, God is not only interested um, or not, le- or is God is only not interested in attaining more power or wealth or reputation. God kind of chooses vulnerability, um, chooses to be born in a way that he has to learn and grow, that he has to listen to his parents and be obedient to them, um, that he wasn't born um, into, uh, you know, into the, the, the high priesthood of his time or wasn't born into the emperorship or wasn't born into being a king or a ruler or anything like that. He's, he's, he's born into just kind of this, um, this rural um, family that had a connection to the, to the, uh, the priestly uh, lineage as we saw in Luke one, but um, they're not the ones of those that, uh, that kind of seem to, to have a lot of uh, status from that or to be able to use that um, for a lot of power. Um, their, his parents give the poor sacrifice and Jesus himself, probably as he grows up, as he goes to the temple, isn't going to be the, in a family where he is going to be able to give a lot or partake in a lot of the high status things, or be able to give even the sacrifice that maybe their family wants to be able to give. They can kind of only show up with a couple birds. I find that just fascinating. Um, and we kind of see, as we look back upon the history of religion, and in particular as a Christian myself, as I kind of look back on the history of Christianity, we kind of see that that people who follow Jesus do well when we recognize um, the mission and the purpose and the work that we have to do that God gives us to create just communities and to bring peace for all people, to bring that favor for all people that we kind of hammered a lot at uh, in the last episode. Um, and we kind of see that Christians, as they're kind of trying to live out this mission, um, they don't do well when they seek to carry out this mission by gaining power over other people or by gaining power for themselves. It, um, my own biggest objections to Christianity itself as a religion or Christianity is the way it's been lived out over history, um, always come from the stories we, I read or, um, the stories I've heard or the stories people tell of religious people doing really terrible things to other people because they were in a position of power and able to do so. So, um, you know, I mean, the obvious ones, crusades, colonization of other countries and other people. Um, the fact that we justified slavery with religion. Um, and even as I read the news, it almost seems like every, every year, at least every couple of weeks, every, almost every day, it seems there's just another story of a religious person or a person who's using the religion um, to gain a political, social, religious power for themselves or to gain it to be able to control other people. And it's, it's always hard for me. I don't, I don't know if they're doing it, if they're just kind of using the religion to do that, or if they actually believe it, but they're still, they're kind of using the guise of religion to gain power for themselves. It seems that we're obsessed with power. And even as we go to church today, um, our obsession with power comes through in all of our songs. 
that we sing. We sing songs about how powerful and mighty God is because we're fixated with how powerful God is. What would it look like if we were instead fixated on the vulnerability that God is willing to put himself in? Or fixated on the idea that God chooses to not have power? At least in the book of Luke, we see it. He chooses to kind of surrender power. And maybe then that causes gives us a lens to look back on the Christian and the religious communities that have done very amazing things and have done very well. They're almost always often the folks who at a certain time and place said, um, we're not going to begin with our power. In fact, if we do have any power, we're going to surrender it, give it over. Because God in the story of Luke seems to know something about power that we often miss. That power isn't something to celebrate or desire or want. It's something to be very careful of if we have it. And what if, instead of trying to transform and restore the world to goodness and favor through authoritarian control, um, we followed God's example and began our work giving up any power that we had or any claims to it, started to serve others from only a position of vulnerability. We might find ourselves outside the temple, outside the power structure, and outside of a lot of comforts and things that we would love. We might find ourselves really close. That's an interesting story. Uh, I think it's something interesting for us to think about, consider. Um, and, and I think that that's something that can mean something to you, um, even if you don't believe in, in, in the story and the way that um, people who identify as Christian or religious do, um, because maybe that's just a truth that's true beyond this religion, or beyond Christianity. Maybe it's the truth that that's just how the way the world works. Maybe power is something very dangerous that we need to be something that we need to be careful with and more often than not maybe it's something that we need to give up because we we know that if we take it or if we seek more of it we often only find ourselves in a real big mess and we find ourselves doing more harm than good hurting more people than we can help as i'm recording this we are in the midst of the uh the presidential elections of 2016 and by golly, I hope we learn the lesson from Luke 2 soon and very soon. Because power is powerful, but it's dangerous. Maybe we can sit back and whether believe believe in God or not, just be amazed that in the book of Luke, God actually gives up power. Maybe that's something for us to think about doing ourselves today. That was a little roundabout. <laughs> But, uh, man, that's good. Anyway, um, something for us to chat about. Um, and I look forward to continuing it on with you as uh, the weeks go on. So this is the close of the Lo-Fi Kitchen. Um, hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you at our next episode where we talk about Luke 3. And that's the end of the episode. But don't go yet. Hi, everyone. I just want to say a quick thank you to you for listening to this episode of Lo-Fi Lectionary. If you liked the podcast, please help us out. You can review, 
subscribe and share the podcast any way you can. Um, the more people we get in on the game, the funner this is going to be. Uh, if you want to participate in the discussion for this episode, you can come visit our website at kevinlester.net and follow the links to the podcast and then to the link for this episode. Um, you can also find our podcast on Facebook, and we can discuss and, and keep things going on there. Uh, just search Facebook for Lo-Fi Lectionary, and you'll find us. You can also get in touch with me, Kevin, directly at lofi at kevinlester.net, and that's lofi with no dash, so L-O-F-I at kevinlester.net. And you can also find me on Twitter at lofi kevin with no dash again, so at lofi kevin. Um, that's kind of it, so thank you for coming, and we'll see you guys next episode. Thank you for listening.